We are It's Just a Hill, a cycling club that promotes inclusion, judgment-free with no gatekeepers. Focused on creating content from behind the handlebars to in the studio, It's Just a Hill is producing videos and podcasts to spread the message that cycling is for everyone. We are focused on reminding everyone that riding your bike can help you overcome any obstacle because after all, it's just a hill. Hello and welcome to another episode of the It's Just a Hill Cycling Podcast. I am your host, John Stenning, and for now, I am joined by no one. No, you don't have to adjust your screens or whatever some uh, TV host in the 60s would say, but a couple of Aja members will be dialing in in just a bit to review our most recent gravel segment race, Natchog. Uh, but for now, you're stuck with me and me only. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thanks to uh, Cal Goodhouse for interviewing me for the last episode of this very podcast and to everyone who reached out with all of their kind words. Uh, a lot of people responded very positively to that episode. And yes, it did boost my ego enough to uh, you know talk to y'all by myself. So this is why this is happening. No, I'm just kidding. This is the first podcast that I have done mostly all by myself. And frankly, it is uh, a bit odd. I have hosted many podcasts over the past like 10 years of my life or so. Uh, I had one about death called Flushing It In. Another was called The Hold Up, where my friend Justin and I, uh, we'd put you on blast about things like that resonated with you from your childhood and whether or not they still held up. Um, I even hosted a podcast called Third Pod from the Sun. And uh, this is when I lived in San Diego and my friend uh, Bryant Faust and I, we would uh, ask fellow like amateur comedians like in the San Diego comedy scene to watch specific episodes of Third Rock from the Sun and we would have them on. They would think that we were going to talk about Third Rock from the Sun, especially because we asked them to watch the episode and the name of the show is Third Pod from the Sun, but we would constantly deflect the conversation so that we never actually talked about the show. And truly, it's one of my proudest like creative ideas that I've ever had. Third pod from the sun. It might be on the internet somewhere. If you want to hear mostly people that you do not know talk about not a show that they wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, essentially trolling our guests. Was it a nice thing to do? I don't know, but very funny. I still think it's very funny. Um, but most of those are old and defunct podcasts. So I guess we don't really like need to talk about that. Although I do hold out hope that the holdup comes back someday. Like former uh, former and future guests of this very podcast, uh, Brian Cotty, who you'll hear from in just a few minutes, was on the show. Brian St. Pierre is also on the show. I think Nate Mulcahy was on the show. Uh, was has Calvin on the show? This is not a good time for me to think about it. Um, but yeah, back to bikes. Let's go to a conversation I had with the aforementioned Brian Cotty and uh, former, former fellow, sorry, Jeff, fellow IG member, Jeff LaPierre. Uh, we did the Natchog race, segment race, uh, this a uh, couple weeks ago now. And uh, yeah, let's go to that conversation that we had with them. I had with them. Man, this is the first and the last time I'm going to be doing this alone. Um, conversation I had with them about Natchog 2023. Welcome, uh, Jeff LaPierre, Brian Cotty. How are you guys? Thank you for coming. Great, uh, great. Thanks for having me. Little dig digital download episode. Maisie is also here. Uh, Maisie looking so majestic, as always. Climbing all over Brian well before we even started. Brian, that uh, your Super X on the wall, that's the bike yeah, I want to yeah. talk to you about. The, the, 
That is that is the cleanest I've ever seen it. You must have cleaned it <laughs> after the ride that we're about to talk about, and you haven't ridden it since. Is that true? Correct. I cleaned wow. it. The, I I cleaned it right when I got home. That is a shiny, shiny chain. Yeah, it only has eighty-two miles on it. Wow. Are you are you keeping oh, no. track? No, 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 no. That's not true. Uh, oh, it has the like less. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I wrote it like twice before that, but yeah, less than two hundred miles on it. Wow, nice. Uh, Jeff, not to like bury the lead of, uh, well, welcome. Thank you for coming. This is your first time on the podcast. Thanks for coming. Oh, damn. First yeah, time. It yeah. It's exciting. Um, have you cleaned your bike since Natchog? And if you, oh, so answer that question. Are you going to say no? I rinsed it off and dried it, <laughs> but it, I didn't. That's better than nothing. It, yeah, I was ready to take a nap after. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, Brian cleaned his like right away. I didn't clean mine until the next day and I felt badly about it. For leaving it that long, yeah, <laughs> it was too nice out, and I knew that if I didn't do it, I I wouldn't have wanted to do it the next day. So I just bit the bullet. Yeah, there was a lot more dirt on my uh, the bottom of my down tube than I thought there was. I guess it was a lot muddier, muddier than I thought. We are talking about the 2023 Natchog. Brian and I rode the Epic. Jeff, you rode the Explorer, right? Uh, yep. And then there was a third, which the which I think is very cutely named the Express. Yeah, that's the shorter one, the Express. Yeah. Uh, so Natchog was just a couple of weeks ago now. Um, we are the one that we did was 84 miles. Jeff, yours was 62 miles. They were both segment races, right? We had, uh, Brian, you and I had five segments. Jeff, you had four. Is that right? Five, five four. segments. Yep. Yeah, five and four. Jeff, have you ever done a ride like this before, uh, a, a segment race? I know Brian and I have done a couple. I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I haven't. This was the first one. And what did you think of like that format? You know, I, at first going into it, I was like, oh, this is not a real race. Like it yeah. should be, you know, all out from beginning to the end. And yeah. then I, I found for a gravel ride that this, I, I might prefer this. Yeah, I kind of like it too. People, people talk shit about it. Uh, I, I mean, talking about accessibility, I, I think it makes it more accessible. Like, uh, yeah. and it might even make it more competitive in some ways because there's sure. a lot of things that could happen over eighty or sixty miles uh, that you could sort out in time to be ready for our segment, and then ready to like you know pounce on it so yeah i agree i even feel like that that accessibility leads to it being more competitive because you're getting more people willing to sign up so like you know the difference between like a you know a bunch of like cat ones showing up which were like the people that ended up sort of i don't know who the winners were they like cat two cat one brian i would i think they're uh i mean they're on jameson Candell Jamison team, I'm pretty yeah. sure, is an elite. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're team. super strong riders, right? And uh, it is. It does. It makes you feel like. I mean, it is different. It's different, but like also thinking of like 84 mile, 82 miles, or 64 miles, and doing that on gravel bikes, like at that elevation on that type of course at race pace, is a totally different day. That's like a brutal day on the bike. That's like overland. Oh yeah. Know? That's like that's a long day. Like. Brian, what do you, how do you feel about the whole 
segment race, right? Because you've done both. You've done traditional gravel races like Overland, but you've also done different segment races. Uh, we've done a few together. <clears throat> I think uh, I definitely like the... I I guess like to call it a race from like the, yeah. racing from start to finish, you right. know, that's like in everyone's head. Um, but I think it's cool. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's more like, it, it's not about like, it's more about like your five to 10 minute power. I feel like is that's, that's sure. what you're focusing on versus like, you know, a four to five hour race, like, choosing right. when to use your matches it's like less of a you know you have five segments you're gonna chill in between and you know that like all you need is five matches for the day yeah so yeah. i feel like it's a little more predictable as far as like bonking um, oh for sure yeah yeah which is nice but, i mean because a full like you know 84 mile race is is intimidating like something as big as like overland that you're racing the whole time is like i don't know i psych. I get a little, I get a little bit more psyched out when a ride like that in, in, in like comparison to a ride like this, like I'm not in my head too, too much at the beginning. You know, I know it's also going to be about like stopping at the rest stops, which I think were like fantastic. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm definitely not shy to say that I wasn't a fan of the rest stops at Natchog last year. And let me tell you, they crushed it this year. I think. They did. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's another thing too is like you can take your time at the feed zones whereas yeah. when you're in an actual race you're either like hopefully getting hand ups or like you're stopping and like filling up shit as fast as you can and like getting back on the bike and going which was like you know the biggest thing I think for Overland uh I feel like the rest stops at Notchog this year were better than the rest stops at Overland which is kind of insane. Uh, oh yeah. I, <laughs> I will like, I mean the, the chaos of the rest stops at Overland were enough to like make them easily, easy to forget because like, you're just like running in like a mad dash, filling up a bottle, maybe grabbing a gel. Like you said, hopefully there's someone up the road a little bit with a handout, but uh, yeah, to me and I, like Jeff, let me know if you agree, like the, at the rest stop, you wouldn't even think it was a race really, you know, you wouldn't even yeah. think it was a competitive type of ride. Yeah, yeah, it um, yeah. Uh, there were definitely people chilling more than I thought they would at the yeah. rest stop. I didn't want to <laughs> stop too long, but it didn't seem like it. Anybody was in a hurry to like get back on their bikes. Yeah, there's a fine line between like letting your legs rest too long. I think at the last rest stop, where I may or may not have had had maybe two too many donuts. Uh, <laughs> I probably, I think maybe we were there a little bit too long, Brian. I don't know. It's just not a like I, by the time I got back on the bike, my legs were like, oh, fuck, we should have been moving a little bit sooner. You know, it didn't take long to shake it out, yeah. but it was different than yeah. the, uh, the first two. Uh, the first one had just now, uh, Jeff, how many rest stops did yours have? Ours, has, ours had three. Did yours have three? I think it was three. There's a water stop, a rest yep. stop, and then the second rest stop. When did so, the second one have donuts? The last one? The last one had the donuts. That the was, donuts that was were still favorite. there. They weren't run out. Uh they didn't run out. I think uh the first uh wave cleared out uh all the food during our first uh rest stop. Oh really? So yeah, there was there was no nutrition at the first re rest stop. At the I first heard. traditional rest stop? They had they were yep. freaking that's where they were making grilled cheese, right, Brian? 
No, I think that was the second one. Oh, okay. So that was, oh yeah, you're right. That was the second one. The first one was just water for us too. Right. But, uh, I'm, I'm at the second, like oh. the actual rest stop with food, no grilled oh, wow. cheese, no gel or sugar packets or anything. Ooh, that's, like a, that. that's a little bit of a bummer. Weird. Yeah. I did hear that they I ran out of food, donuts. But... I heard they ran out of donuts too. And I feel guilty because I ate too many donuts. <laughs> I feel I guilty. I don't, I had three. I shouldn't have eaten three donuts. Uh, if that's two, that's at least one too many, probably two too many. And then people were like, they ran out of donuts. And I was like, fuck, I'm a greedy little grubby <laughs> little bitch. Yeah. Listen, they had, but, they had two different types. So to be fair, I had to try each of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's sorry, Jeff. Spirit. Jeff, spirit. I'm sorry. That's fine. Well, I had I had a donut. He had a donut. You had a donut, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. The grilled cheese, though. Um, you know, you I'm wanted a grilled cheese? No, <laughs> but oh, okay. I'm good. not eating. I'm not eating a grilled cheese on a bike ride. Fuck no. No, I'm sorry. I'm not eating a grilled cheese. I threw up a grilled cheese going down the cank once. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, last so last year, Jeff. Brian and I pretty much rode almost the same route. It was a little bit different, but like the same distance, the same elevation. And there was one rest stop and it had like grilled cheese and one other thing that I don't even remember. So I don't even remember seeing it there. It was like peanut butter and jelly, like allegedly peanut butter and jelly. We went into the general store and bought food last year. I remember remember seeing that in the the video you guys did. And that general store is closed now. Yeah, it's sad. Sad as hell. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah uh i actually have both of the bandanas hanging above me so i'm looking oh. at the routes side by side and i think the route the route that we did this year i think was way cooler the changes that they made they weren't Went like very big way, oh there it is and this and this <laughs> way yeah uh no it wasn't very big but there were some cool there were like cool changes and they were cool like uh spots that you know there were it was it was relatively scenic jeff do you have you ridden out in that area before this is what what is known as the quiet corner of uh connecticut the northeast corner i think uh the closest i've come is maybe a little bit over the line i haven't ridden out that far into connecticut up that way so yeah it was uh it was beautiful out there yeah truly it seemed quiet I like those separate rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when we when we went up that hill. That there's like that steep dirt climb, and then it like opens up into this field, and there was that guy having like a picnic by yes. himself on that log. Yes, that was, <laughs> that was after amazing. after the last rest stop. There's like a bit, yeah, a big climb, and you take a right onto the name of the road is fuck. The name of the road is so. Oh, is fuck. that is that Child Dome? Yeah, Child Dome. It's Child Dome Road. That's what it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a big paved climb, and you take a right onto this gravel road, and this dude is – it's like he was eating his donuts, but, like, he saved them for a few miles, and he was on this long, like, 12-foot log, and we were like, hey, dude, you good? And he's like, yeah. Hey, he's That's just sick. chilling. Yeah, he was so, chilling. Whoever that guy, whoever that yeah. guy was, props to you. You know, I often say that I don't believe in the spirit of gravel, but maybe that's who we saw that day. Maybe that was the spirit of gravel. <laughs> that was the the ghost of gravel 
past. Of gravel past. When gravel used to be (laughs) regular. When gravel used to be what people say it is now. And not just like road roadies on uh on bikes with bigger tires. That was him. That was him. Yeah, that was him. Wow. Uh yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Let me see. I got a couple other things I want to talk about. Um Jeff, did you feel like what what were your thoughts going into the ride? You know, were like were you treating it like were you getting yourself hyped up, treating it like a race? Were you just going out there to have fun? And then like how did those feelings come to be afterwards after you completed it? Uh I think first event of the season, I was thinking of uh more just going out and having fun and only having to push it on the segments. Uh yeah. So I've been coming into this season doing less volume. Yep. So the way I felt at the end of the race is that maybe I should have been doing more volume, <laughs> more, yeah, maybe all of more us intensity. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It was it was a tough race, but yeah. Now that it's done, like uh, I'm glad to have it in the legs going forward for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, Brian, what about you? Were you psyched up the morning? I mean. Well, you know, we're going to put a video out in a little bit. You did spill your scratch everywhere. You, you know, so you were maybe a little bit in your head. <laughs> um, but yeah, how did you feel going in? You know, were you like, were you in your head psyched up about it or or what? No, I mean, I felt pretty good. Um, I've been like on a pretty structured thing since like, I don't know, when I started it, like November, I want to say, October. Yeah. Uh, and definitely feel stronger from that so i was i felt pretty confident um and i was happy with the outcome that i ended up with so yeah hell um, yeah 20 22nd 21st 24th out of 113 yeah you beat me by four you son of a gun (laughs) you got me on that one segment though right at the line uh yeah you know i hate to like try i hate to blame it all on one segment because obviously like you know it was my ride but really i think that first segment that first segment just like it fucked me like i was i was like when i looked at my placement on the other four segments i was within like 20 to 28th uh like you know in that range and then the first one i was 90th 90th on that first segment it just was such a shit show i don't know if the same went for you jeff but like we went into it from pavement uh, there were a couple of turns that were on pavement. People were already sort of getting chippy. They were like flying by on the left-hand side of the yellow line to like get placement, even before we took the first turn past the golf course. Uh, then we took this one turn uh, and there was a utility truck on the side of the road. So it like oh, pushed yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Push over on the side. This was even before we got into the gravel. And then we hit the gravel and we were going like, we were legit maybe what, six or seven wide. And it went into four wide on a muddy trail. And so people were really trying to find their lines. People, some dude went down right in front of Brian when he hit the little berm, going like like into the woods a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. Uh, it dude, was, I was chaos. Like bodying people, I think I bounced off of four different dudes, like just fucking shouldered them. I was like, sorry, just like keeping going, and you had to fight for you did for position. Everyone did. was I... trying to get. There was so much mud in the middle. Everyone's going around the edge, and then there was. Right. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm like, I just fucking flew down the middle through the puddles and shit because everybody was getting caught up on the edge. Yeah. That's so. usually not my mindset. Go through the puddle is not usually my mindset, but I I had the same thought. I was like, 
fuck this. It's just water. Like, let's go. Like, <laughs> let's get out of here. Dude, like, I, at one point, some guy went down right in front of me, and I, I was next to uh, uh, Sean Lowney, and he looked at me, and he was like, we're fucked. You know? Because, like, we were. <laughs> we were just, like, all of a sudden, that just, like, ate in, like people were going by us. There was like 10 seconds. It was, well, they just like we made eye contact and we were like, dang, like we just got to get through this segment now. Was it the same for you, Jeff, going into that first one? Yeah, totally the same. Um, I I was tearing down it. It, it was fun as hell, actually. I, it I was loved fun. that first segment. Uh, first segment and um, yeah, I, I think some guy came down in front of me towards the end of the segment and I had to put my foot down and lost momentum and, you know, got tied up a little bit, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know if it, you it saw, was, it was but... sketchy, but it was awesome. Yeah, it, it definitely was, was the, uh, the, hi, the end where, uh, <laughs> it just the, looks uh, like she's participating. <laughs> the end of the segment where there was like that peanut buttery mud section that popped onto the road. Yeah, everybody was just stuck there, and yeah. I look up, and J- Jeremy is like off to the right, not even on the trail anymore, just going around <laughs> everybody and lay like, around, and, oh, and, yeah. and then like, pulled up onto the road. <laughs> I don't it, know if he, I don't know if he. Uh, oh no! By that point, the segment was already over. Yeah, because like I the sec, it it finished, and then we still were like descending, like yeah, in that yeah. muddy trail section. And then, like you said, we hit – I guess it makes sense. You want to end it before you hit the road because if there happens to be traffic at the road, that could be dangerous. There was someone flagging us to make sure that we were safe because actually we got stopped so a car could go by. Um, but that is that is safe. I do think that those, like, segments were well-placed, you know? Like, they weren't really yeah, that sketchy. Sure. Like, they, they could have been sketchier. I mean, going into a segment with, like, that many people, it's going to be, like, you know, shoulder to shoulder and stuff. So I don't really think they could have avoided that at all. Um, I don't necessarily hate the idea of the way they did it last year where we went out in waves because I do feel like you can like ride the segments the way that you want to ride them, but I'm not like upset that they did it this way. You know, a mass start has its own sort of energy and, uh, you know, yeah, so I mean, it, that. it, it broke up after and pretty much immediately after that segment oh after that. Yeah. Was it the same for you guys, Jeff? Like after that, like people were waiting for their friends or like it was. It was way strung out by then. Yeah, yeah. By then, um, I think at the start of the race, uh, I'd started riding, like planning to, like, oh, I'm gonna ride with. And after that segment, it was uh, all bets are off. I was like, tried to find people to to group with for yeah. the rest of the ride, and that broke up, like throughout the whole ride. I wasn't yeah, able to stick with the group. I'm lucky all my friends Probably waited for long. me at the bottom because I wasn't, yeah. <laughs> I was not, uh, Brian and Jeremy were off to the side of the road with Rich and uh, a few other people. Sean and I came out of the bottom of that thing, like maybe at the same time. Uh, and yeah, it just like, <clears throat> we all sort of stuck together. It ended up just being the three of us and this other guy, Chris, that rode together like pretty much the whole time. That dude, Chris, that we were sort of, we, we talked to at the first rest stop. Uh, you know, now we're Strava friends and everything and he got videos of us and so yeah so that's nice thanks chris that dude was um, cool fucking yeah, very cool. super tucking super tucking down the middle of what uh, the i think it was the fourth segment yeah he was like doing it on the fourth side. and he was doing it on the second he was on the segment second when he was chasing you the one that you said i beat you to the line on uh 
he was like behind you. And so I was chasing him, you know, to chase you. That was sort of my motivation. And this guy was like super tucking, like on little, little rollers, you know, like all of a sudden it'd be like you. And he was super tuck real quick. He was on the sick rodeo labs bike that like, and he had this like cool Jersey that like matched the bike. I swear to God, yeah. when you buy a rodeo labs frame, you get a Jersey with it. He said, that's not the case, but I don't know. I feel like <laughs> a cult rodeo labs, is like a cult bike guy. Uh, no, those are very cool bikes. And uh, yeah, Chris was, Chris was fun to ride with. And man, yeah, at the end, he just like, I was not trying to hammer before, at, before that last segment. And that dude was just putting down power to finish. And I was like, nah, dude, you can drop me. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, uh, you know, we were riding along and I was like, yo, I think we're going to chill. Um, you're yeah. welcome to chill. But if you want to go, like, just go. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I think I'm going to flush out the legs. And he just like hammered it. Yeah, he hammered it. He finished strong too. I saw a picture of him. There are a lot of cool pictures from that ride too. Like over 600 photos uh, ended up being yeah. posted from that ride. So um, yeah, I saw a picture of Chris crossing the line. I saw a lot of people in pictures bunny hopping the line. What's up with that? <laughs> Same. What's up with the, that? I don't know. The, That's the, how. The, huh? Go no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the finish line is lava. You got to hop over it. Oh, I I thought like so. What I saw was people who normally ride road bikes trying to show off that they have like cool handling skills, and so they're gonna jump over the line <laughs> at the end. You know, like check me out. I ride gravel. <laughs> it's not even like a real bike. You know, it's like uh, you're pulling up gonna, on the on the on your feet, just on the front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that on Saturday. I'm gonna fucking bunny hop. Maybe yeah, Saturday finish. at the URI race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you or I race, that'll be fun. I'm talking I'm talking about that later on this episode of the podcast. Yeah, later. This will come first. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're doing that. That's coming up this weekend. Uh, but yeah, Natrog was fun. Um, any other things you guys want to say about Natrog before we get out of here? I thought it was really well done. Um, Richard Fries or Freeze, I'm sorry, I might not be pronouncing that right. I think he does a great job. There were a lot of good sponsors this year. They didn't have specialized last year, they didn't have untapped last year. I mean, it is kind of a bummer that they ran out of some of that untapped stuff on uh, some of the riders. But um, all in all, I thought it was a good experience. I would do it again. And, uh, yeah, Jeff, what do you think? Would you do it again? Same. Uh, I'll probably uh, do the Epic next year. Hell yeah. For it a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Brian, yeah, you want to do it again? got a date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already? It's, uh, it's already in the calendar. <laughs> it's already in the calendar, baby. I put it in the calendar yesterday. I want to say it's March 24th. 2024 March 24th 2024 yeah yep um and yeah I mean I thought it was awesome there were tons of people maybe about 600 or so registered riders it starts right at Thompson Speedway uh Jeremy did some warm-up laps on the track is that true did he uh I think so I think he I did see it. even if he didn't let's tell people that he did um because he was talking about it and yeah no I thought it was really well done and um it was cool. They sent out a survey afterwards that we filled out uh, and I had mostly positive things to say. I did not wait in line for food at the end. I, I heard it was a long line and instead Jeff and I talked in the parking lot. So uh, yeah, it was good. It was yeah. Good. I didn't, I didn't wait for food either. Jeremy and I got beer. That was it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Any closing, closing thoughts. Thank you guys again for coming. Uh being on the show. Yeah, I don't know. You guys have anything else to say about Nat Chog? I'm not trying to cut you off. My bullet points are done, though, so. <laughs> I don't no, think so. Just like, it's a great way to start the spring in New England. Uh, I'm ready. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm ready to, ready to ride now. Like, no, that's nice. 
you get a bandana, you get a cool top tube sticker. I guess I, I always have something to say, huh? The main reason <laughs> why uh, It's Just the Hill is about being not judgmental is because I'm such a judgmental person and I'm trying to rid my life of judgment. I'm trying to be less judgmental. <laughs> That's just me being honest for a second, you know? Fuck. No, Nat Dog was great. I have I have mostly positive things to say and I, I put them in the review and Richard heard them and, you know, they already have a date for this for next year and I'll be there again. So, you know, yeah. Top tube sticker needs to have mileage on it. Thank you. The top tube sticker <laughs> mileage was so yeah, I didn't weird. look at it at all. For our fuck, do I have it here? No, I don't. I, it didn't peel off my bike nicely. It was so strange. So it was 85 miles and it was like 20, 40, 65, 80. And it had the markings for the stops, like where they were, but it didn't have like number mile 24.7 or whatever. And that's all it needed. You just had to like, okay, so this is somewhere between 40 and 65. Okay. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That was. I don't Relative fractions. Yeah. Very strange. Is that what he wants? Like, does he not want people to know exactly where they are? But I mean, you can look on Ryo GPS and see where they are. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I that I mean, maybe that could be a part of it. Really keeps you on your toes. Um, it's like with the URI race where they keep changing the course. Like, is it this course or is it that course? What race are we doing in uh, five days? What? Where am I, I riding in five days? Jeff, do you know about this URI road race? I've heard about it. What's uh, happening this Saturday? And the and the course keeps changing on us. We thought it was one thing, and then now it might just be the t- same as the TT course. I don't know. Brian was talking about it in the group chat today. I sort of just caught up on it. It appears that way because I I do remember that there was a four corner course. It was like a big rectangle course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and sure. now it's like out, circle, back, circle. And you yeah. do that four times. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, Who knows? Find out. One way we're going to be battling, hopefully, the I don't know what way the wind usually goes in that area. but Oh, it, it, no, like nine times out of ten, it goes from west to east. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's a very, very windy. It's one of the most windy sections of Rhode Island. We, we've ridden it a bunch. It'll be fun. Yeah. And it's cool to support URI and, like, doing a new race and everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I have no idea what to expect because we don't know who is registered. So Right. Maybe that's another thing. Who knows? Oh, it's just going to be me versus you. <laughs> I'll pull you to the yeah. line. If just I'll let you, I'll let you win. Like Walt lets Christoph Laporte win. Okay, how's that feel? Okay. No, Thank no. You. Let's let's just With let's the... uh, at five hundred meters. We just we just out sprint each other. According to Exert, you have a higher peak power than me, so uh, you'll be winning, my friend. I don't know. I don't know about that. It would be nice. Uh, it would be nice for someone with an It's Just a Hill jersey to be on the podium. So let's let's try to race as a team and. Jeff, uh, if you don't want to sign up, you can just be cheering us on in heart, you know, in your heart. Always. <laughs> Thanks. Um, all right, cool. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, yeah, Nat Jog 2023. I think it was great. 2024. It's already in the books. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you there. Hopefully. No grilled cheese for you there. But yeah, all right. See you guys there. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm going to start training. Let's start training now. This is the start. <laughs> right now. Now we're starting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, like, you know, just in our heads, I guess. All right. Natural 2024. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. See ya. Bye.
Cool. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Brian. Now you are stuck with me once again. Uh, I have a couple other things I want to talk about before we get out of here. First of all, the URI road race, uh, road race weekend, if you will. This Saturday and Sunday, April 8th and 9th, uh, me and some other members of It's Just a Hill are very excited to be racing and participating in the 2023 URI race weekend. Uh, we're signed up for the USAC, the United States of America cycling men's 4-5 road race. Uh, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. They'll be racing all weekend, happening Saturday and Sunday. Uh, collegiate racing by the ECCC happening at the same time, including an individual time trial on that Saturday as well. So if you go to college full time, you can participate in this ECCC race. Or uh, you want to just go down there and race for USA Cycling. If you're not in college, you can do what we're doing. Um, we're doing the Cat 4-5. By we, I mean me, Jeremy, and Brian. And... Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully I said that with, com it's going to be a lot of fun. What the hell? It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, those races take place in Westerly, Rhode Island. The following day, Sunday, April 9th is the Criterium race or the crit race at the Ninacrit course at Ninagrit park in Charlestown, Rhode Island. Not only is this a great opportunity to support local cycling and support local people putting on cool events, but there's a severe void in the local racing scene here, especially road racing in Rhode Island. And the other the only other one I can think of is the Jamestown road race, which I haven't even know. I don't even know if it's going on this year. It usually happens around Columbus Day weekend and uh, did not do it to, uh, last year, but did do it a couple years ago. And um, let's just, I'm not going to sit here and drag the Jamestown road race. It's just, it's got a lot. It's got a lot to learn, I guess, as, as do we all, but Jamestown Rotary Road Race. Um, but yeah, URI, URI Road Race Weekend. They are also looking for volunteers. So volunteers would be great. People are needed to help out at the corners of the race to help keep the race safe. You stand on a corner, you get to watch people on bikes fly by, and you get a little uh, extra power by asking uh, other people to, uh, civilians, if you will, to hold for a minute or two while the race passes. You can sign up uh, at volunteersignup.org slash D-P-E-X-P. I'm going to put that link in the description here. We'll also put that up on, on Strava. That is already up on our Facebook page. But that's volunteersignup.org backslash D-P-E-X-P. Um, you can and you should just come out to watch. Maybe you don't have the time to volunteer or racing just isn't your thing. But spectators are welcome and it helps encourage those of us who are racing. You can cheer us on. Maybe you have a cowbell or like a Vuvuzela from the World Cup. And uh, yeah, I know I'll be rooting on some of the other races before and after I'm going. It's going to be like a whole day. I think the racing starts at 10 and the last one goes off at 4. There's uh, Cat 1, 2, 3 races. Uh, like I said, there's the individual time trial happening with uh, the collegiate racers on that same day. It's beautiful down in Westerly, down by Musquamica Beach. I ride down there a lot, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's, you know, supporting good local stuff, local bikes, local cycling. And it spreads awareness of bikes, which I think is helpful. Um, also, coming up on April 22nd, we will be hosting a spring cleaning ride. We at It's Just a Hill are trying to rid our local streets of trash. All the details are up now on our Strava and Facebook page. Um, but just to give you a quick rundown, we're going to be starting at North Kingstown High School. We'll be meeting around 9 a.m. and handing out trash bags and gloves for people to roll out and collect roadside refuse. Uh, this is more of a traditional... I'm sorry, this is more of a trash scavenger hunt than a traditional group ride. Three different prize goodie bags will be rewarded. The three categories for goodie bags will be most trash collected overall, 
most nips collected and like biggest conversation starter piece. So think of it as like something you might talk about around the water cooler or like around the coffee table. Like you want to find, maybe you're going to find like the coolest, weirdest, odd objects. I found, I recently found a dildo on the side of the road recently. Like I think it was in December, maybe January. Uh, yeah, it was the best ride find. It's like the holy grail of ride finds. So if you find something similar, maybe, you know, a whole toilet, if you bring a whole toilet back, um, wow, you'll be getting a prize. The prizes are not different for any of like the tiers. There's no, but like most nips collected, most trash collected overall and biggest conversation starter piece. You're going to walk away with, uh, you know, maybe a t-shirt or a hat or some stickers or all of the above. And hopefully maybe some gift cards from some local companies. Uh, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. There, there are going to be like suggested routes on Strava and, and Facebook, but people are also encouraged to like just map out their own rides. Like I said, it's not a traditional group ride. So like we want you to come out and sort of have a starting base to then go and like collect trash. So you can head, you know, any direction. Let's name them. North, South, East, West, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, Northwest. Wow, you like how I did that? It's mirrored to you, but in my head it made sense. Um, do we? Oh wow, north northeast? No, I won't. Um, so yeah, you head out in any direction. We're just asking you that you return to the starting lot. Wow, I really got a kick out of that. You're gonna. I would just ask you to return back to like the starting lot at North Kings North Kingstown High School by like two thirty. So two and a half hours. Go out, ride a little bit. Strap some frame bags on your bag, some some big bar bags so that you have room to put trash in it or carry a backpack, right? This isn't like a, a traditional group ride. It's a trash scavenger hunt that, um, you know, we're going to collect and then bring to the local transfer station. And uh, yeah, we'll have bags for you, like I said. And afterwards, there'll be a little bit of a, like a social gathering in the parking lot. Uh, we'll have a little pop-up tent, bring some, some snacks, maybe some cupcakes, a, a cooler full of drinks, just to thank you for participating. So even if you don't walk away with like one of those goodie bags, uh, you know, still try to make it worth people's while. So that's at North Kingstown High School, Saturday, April 22nd. We're planning to roll out around 9 a.m., but it's really a soft roll. Come early, Tra collect trash early. Hey, if you're just like on a ride this Wednesday or whatever, just go and collect trash. If you bring it to that day, don't bring like your kitchen trash. We don't want Ryan to have to like take your kitchen trash to the transfer station. That's not what this is about. But if you're picking up stuff on the side of the road, you're going for a walk. Uh, the streets have not been swept yet. It's still pretty early, um, but it's obvious that they haven't been swept. There's a lot of trash out there. There are so many nips on the side of the road in Rhode Island. Um, I can't tell you how many I see on a weekly basis. Uh, that was sort of the inspiration for this. But yeah, let's get together. Let's collect some trash. And then uh, we'll sanitize our hands and eat some cupcakes afterwards. Uh, you don't even have to ride, I guess, if you don't want to. There's no set pace for any of the rides. Uh, we just want people to come out, strap up their bike with with bags and put trash on them. And, you know, you'll have this cool looking trash bike. Maybe I'll bring this bike. Maybe not. I don't want this bike to ever leave the house at this point. Um, but yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And like I said, we'll have some goodie bags and then we'll have snacks and drinks and everything at the end. There'll be route suggestions, but feel free to make your own route from that starting location, North Kingstown High School. Even stop and stop by Jitters. They're like right around the corner. They're great. Um, okay, cool. Thanks. Well, it is the next day. I'm wearing a different hoodie, uh, maybe a different hat. Maybe I was wearing the same hat yesterday. I don't remember. I rode my bike today with Brian and Sean. And if you made it this far in the podcast, thank you for listening to me ramble. If you didn't make it this far, well, 
you aren't hearing this and therefore you are dead to me. We will be hosting a group ride this Sunday, April 9th, aka Easter Sunday or Passover or most importantly, Perry roubaix Sunday. The ride will roll out from the North Situate community lot located adjacent to North Situate Elementary School. There'll be an A group, a B group, and a C group. That's right, folks. We got a 50-miler, a 45-miler, and a 40-miler being led out uh, by myself for the A group. B group would be led out by Felipe and Jeffrey Clark. Felipe Vivas, Jeffrey Clark, thank you so much. Uh, C group, still looking for someone to, to lead that out. So if you happen to see this in time, reach out to me, john at itsjustahill.com. Also, I would like to thank our sponsors. You've heard them on the podcast before. Maybe you've seen them on the back of our jerseys. A Guy and His Pie, killer Detroit-style pizza. Check them out on Instagram or at aguyandhispie.com for menu and pre-ordering details. The I just got pizza with my family um, a couple weeks ago from, from Brian, and it was, I mean, it's good right every time. It was so good. It had asparagus, and we got the asparagi. Uh, the ordering process is super easy. The menu usually drops at like 8 a.m. You log in, you place your order, and you put a pickup time somewhere between like 4 and 8, 5 and 8. Depends. The times are always posted on his Instagram. Sometimes he does earlier service on Saturdays. So check him out, aguyandhispie.com. Of course, we got Bomb Burritos and Wings out of Western Rhode Island. They are at bombburritosri.com. And maybe you've forgotten them, but hopefully not. Because Pepperidge Farm and Pepperidge Farm remembers. Head to your local bread aisle and see what the world of Pepperidge Farm has to offer. And of course, our local bike shop sponsor, Mythic Bike Works out of Peacedale, Rhode Island. It's a quaint little village in the more well-known South Kingstown, Rhode Island. They're located right on the South County bike path across from Whalers Brewing and one of my personal favorite restaurants in the whole world, Jade Bun. So check them out. Grab some brewskis or some bow buns while you're at it. Mythic is a super friendly and approachable shop, which I think goes a long way in today's day and age. A lot of bike shops are weird and standoffish and elitist, and you walk in and they're like, what is this guy here for? Um, Mythic is not like that at all. They are great. They have road bikes for sale. They have tons of mountain bikes. They just opened up the Peacedale ramp room right up the road, um, which is awesome. So check them out. Mythic, super friendly, and um, yeah, they deserve... All the praise. They are so great. They are so great. Uh, Mythic Bike Works, Peace Tale, Rhode Island. Check them out. And uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Keep riding and see you out there soon. Boom. Decaf left, regular right. Decaf left, regular right. It's very challenging work. <laughs>